0: Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on today's episode, we have a fellow parent, a fellow parentpreneur. Fellow, uh, you know, digital nomad, uh, fellow expat, and uh, we're going to be interviewing Marina about her many different businesses, everything from uh, day trading to travel blogging uh, to teaching um, kids how to become entrepreneurs. I'm especially interested in that one because as an entrepreneurial dad uh, who has three kids, I definitely want to teach them how to be entrepreneurs as well. And uh, we haven't covered too much of day trading, so that's definitely an interesting topic, uh, especially for a digital nomad type of people because you can pretty much do it from anywhere around. The world. Um, so I'm actually here in Quito, Ecuador, and our guest today, Marina, is actually in Antigua, Guatemala, in Central America. Uh, so the miracle, through the miracle of technology, we're able to connect. Marina, uh, to start off with, why don't we get to know you a little bit better, if you want to share a little bit more about yourself and your background.
1: Okay. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, so, well, there's so many facets of me, but basically, about 18 years ago, I took off backpacking and and just the goal was to travel the world i kind of got stuck in latin america i met my husband um camping in tikal which is a mayan ruin in guatemala and he's guatemalan so with him we ended up moving first to costa rica and now we're in guatemala and i've been a travel blogger since almost a decade at this point. I started doing that when we were living in Costa Rica because we traveled all over the country and just started blogging about it. Back then I was just, you know, writing stuff about my family travels and it really took on fast because, first of all, there was zero blogs or zero travel sites about Central America and Costa Rica and on top of that with young kids. So it became really popular in that respect as in giving inspiration and making it an actual place that you could go with families and that travel site just took a life of its own and has been actually like the main my main baby for almost a decade travel experta that's the main one um so about 8 years ago we moved to guatemala and at this point my travel site is you know at first when you start something you put all your blood sweat and tears into it and it kind of is doing good on its own and that's when i started to realize that I needed more of what I love in life. You know, um, I had more time, I guess. And that's when I went into the day trading because I've always had an interest in financial markets, always. I mean, ever since I can remember. And there's always been issues of why in because there were so many scammers. There's, you know, it's too much money to put in and all this. So finally, around almost six years ago, I found a pretty good school. And I just put it all in. I just went in all in learning it and whatnot and some of the interesting things that I've discovered in the day trading industry first of all it's you know male-dominated a very aggressive stigma to it and I realized that it doesn't have to be like that women could actually probably be better traders than a lot of men because we're very conservative and also I, I recognize that day trading is much more simpler than the experts want you to believe it is, and that's when I decided that I I, I wanted to focus on the beginner day trader, and that's how I started my day trading academy. Um, it's called Simplifying Day Trading: The Trader Chick, and that's kind of how day trading has been a big part of my life as well, um, and that's been going to so technically two businesses and. Interestingly enough, with my day trading business, I realized all the entrepreneurial skills that are necessary, and our kids aren't being taught that. And that's where my business, from teaching kids to be entrepreneurs, it's actually more of teaching kids and parents the skills that are necessary to become entrepreneurs, which are not taught in our schools or anywhere. So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> so here we are.
0: Awesome, here we are indeed. So thanks for sharing uh, You know about your travel blog and about the, uh, the day trading and also about uh, raising biscuits. I want to walk you uh, walk through a little bit more of each of those areas. Uh, so with the travel blog, I'm curious to know, uh, you've been running for 10 years. Uh, what are some of the different uh, uh, streams of revenue you've been able to generate, uh, both in the past and also currently?
1: From, uh, from travel experts only, right? Yes. So when I first began Travel Experta, it was not, it never was a planned business idea. So that's why I didn't learn any real entrepreneurial skills from it in the beginning. Um, It just kind of grew organically. And what happened was when I started writing about Costa Rica, because we literally traveled all of Costa Rica. And at that point, my son was between one to five years old. A lot of people started to ask us, oh, that hotel looks really good. Can you help me plan my trip? And just somehow I became a travel planner for Costa Rica. And I've been doing that actually for almost 10 years now. I love it because now at this point I know exactly to give families or actually I have a lot of single people and couples, a really good trip. I don't charge any money at all. So it makes it a luxury travel agency without any of the fees. So that's been a big portion of my revenue stream from Travel Experta. The other way is advertising. Um, I get a lot of sponsored posts. I get a lot of different advertisers that want to, you know, advertise to family-friendly travel sites and just travel sites in general. So that's been another part of my income. Um, and I do some travel writing as well, sometimes other travel. <clears throat> magazines or online places ask me to write once in a while. That is really rare, though. I have to say um, I never I never pitch it, so sometimes they find me. But otherwise, um, so it's mainly from my website, like what comes to me and the travel clients that I work with. So that's it for that.
0: <laughs> awesome. And you, you mentioned you do not actually charge for your services for, uh, you know, trip planning or trip advice, uh, trip t- uh, tips. For Costa Rica, so are you getting most of the actual income from uh, um, recommendations and in getting commissions uh, of the tour companies and travel uh, experiences you recommend?
1: Yeah, it's pure commissions from the hotels, the tour operators, but I literally give a luxury service to my clients um and a lot of companies charge a lot for this so that differentiates me and because i've been working so long with a lot of these hotels and operators i know who is going to give the best service at this point i've been through it all um i'm really i really screened it out. so we have a really good mutual relationship me with the hotels trans um transfer people tour operators yeah in that
0: respect, that's how it works. And
1: at this point, it's just word
0: of mouth. Sounds great. Um, And uh, you actually did your uh, day trading course over there in Medellin, Colombia, one of my favorite cities in South America. I was just there uh, a couple of weeks ago for about a month and a really beautiful city. Uh, So tell us about the day trading. Uh, You know, what made you get into it? Uh, uh, Were you always interested in it or did you have a friend who was into it? Or uh, Tell us a little bit about the origin story of how you chose to get into day trading as a profession.
1: So ironically, when I was, or I think when I graduated high school, my father gave me as a gift. I don't even know if most of you listening to this will remember this company MCI um, stocks. And he gave me a certain amount of money. I don't remember anymore, but it grew to $15,000. And then it totally went bankrupt. I lost Everything because I had no idea. My father also didn't know about the stock market and instead of scaring me kind of intrigued me <laughs> So that was the beginning of my interest in the whole stock and you can't say stock market because That's a that's a little misconception um, For for trading there's four very distinct financial markets and I actually focus on the futures which is commodities and it's traded just as much as stock market. And it's very different in that respect. Um, so anyhow, but the stocks is usually where everybody begins and is usually with the stock market. And then I just started learning different things until I discovered futures. And I really like futures. I really like that there isn't a lot of initial investment. Um, it just works really differently. The risk is a lot less than working with the stock market as well and I find it to be much more simpler. You, you do not need any financial background. You do not need to know any math. There's, these are all these misconceptions that I learned, you know, because you think like, Oh my God, you have to graduate Harvard with an economics or financial degree. No, that is such a lie. You know, I was a, I was a fitness instructor before and a travel blogger, you know? Um, so it's actually very accessible and that's how I be, I got into it. I studied a lot of it. I, got to travel to Medellin to learn. It was a one-on-one training I did there, and then another week-long program besides the Academy. And then it just grew from there. And then I just, and then after spending a lot of time learning, there's a lot of challenges because of these misconceptions. I realized that there's a big gap in the industry. No one at all is talking to beginners. For instance, if somebody wants to become a day trader, a lot of times they're like, "Now what?" You know, and there's no one explaining. the now what? So that kind of is where I decided. Like my focus, my courses are on beginning uh, day trading classes, like beginners, total beginners.
0: So uh, you That's mentioned four different types of um, you know um, markets. Uh, tell us about those four markets and how are they different and why do you feel uh, futures is the best one for you and
1: for the people you're teaching? Um, So the main one that everybody knows, although they are equally spread apart, is the stock market, right, which is what we know. The stocks you buy, you know, um, portions of the company. Then there is Forex, which is the foreign exchange program, which is, you know, um, you normally work in pairs, like the U.S. dollar versus the Euro, the U.S. dollar versus the Yen. Um, and that's a really popular market very popular the problem with that market for me is that there's so much research and every single day the world is going crazy so you don't know if you're gonna wake up and you know the euro is going to be super strong or super weak it's just too much stress in that respect then there's options and options works from uh, contracts against different stocks so that kind of works along with the stock market and then there's futures which is commodities. A lot of people know commodities as actual physical goods like crude oil, gold, metals, stuff <clears throat> excuse me, stuff like that. Right? Um so that's how a lot of people know of what futures is.
0: Sounds great, and uh, you're also uh, not only doing it for yourself, but you're actually teaching students. uh, What would you say uh, makes a good student or a type of person who could get into day trading? Any skill sets in
1: need? Yeah, you have to have patience and know that it's not going to happen tomorrow. That's a very, very big one because a lot of people, there's no barrier of entry into the stock market. So they immediately... um, go in and lose their money. So the good student knows that they need to put in the time.
0: So patience patience is definitely a virtue when it comes to stocks uh, and also day trading generally. Uh, what about the time zones? Because I think a lot of the day trading happens on a New York or Eastern t- t- time zone, right? Or tell us a little bit about how you can do it and still have that time flexibility of traveling and uh, working when you want.
1: Uh, No, I mean, yeah, you have to work with the Wall Street hours, but for instance, if you're living in Europe, you actually, it's great because you can start doing it at 2.30 in the afternoon. So there's actually a lot of benefits for different time zones, right? Um, Yeah, in that respect, I wouldn't worry about it. And day trading, once you learn your strategies, you can't do more than two, three hours a day. Your mind simply won't permit it. So after two, three hours, you're done. You know, that's it. So that's also a really big benefit in that respect.
0: Sounds good. And uh, your last thing you do um, um, is you actually uh, have a program and um, a website all to do with raising biz kids. Uh, tell us a little bit about the origin story there. I mean, uh, I definitely, uh, as I mentioned earlier, is one one thing I'm trying to do, teach our kids about entrepreneurship. Our kids are young. Our daughter's five, our son's three, and our son's one. But uh, I'm already uh, kind of a uh, – Planting the seeds, if you want to call it that. Uh, what advice or tips would you want to give uh, other parents, other parentpreneurs who want to teach their kids to be entrepreneurs as well?
1: Um, well, for the actual skills, the kids need to be a little bit older. But, for instance, with your kids, the planning of the seeds and the mindset is where it starts, right? So the 90% of the problems is our mindset, right? Is our blocks that we're taught incorrectly. When we're young. And that was something that I recognized. I'm like, well, when you get older and you become an entrepreneur, you take all these conferences and courses, and they're all teaching you how to unlearn what you learned when you were younger. And I'm like, cool, I get that. You know, I was totally taught many things incorrectly. So who's teaching our kids correctly? And no one. There's nobody teaching our kids the right thing from the start. So basically, you know, we know the problem, yet nobody is starting at the right place. And that's when I started to realize that I want my kids. My kids are seven and 13. I'm like, they need this. You know, I don't want them wasting my, their time and energy like I did. And that's where I started to notice these problems. And because I've been an entrepreneur for almost two decades myself, um, there's many, many things that I'm noticing that are, could be taught to our kids from the start. So I my kids go to a very progressive, like alternative private school, at green school, and I've talked to the director there saying that I want to teach an entrepreneurship for kids course, and it's my oldest son. I reckon, recommend starting around 12 years old to really teaching those skills, like to actually sit down and do it. So the biggest problem I've noticed is even though I'm teaching this class entrepreneurship in my kids' class, the parents are not supportive. And that I recognize is because the parents don't know. So, one thing that was like a big aha moment for me was you could teach your kids whatever you want, not you personally, like other people could teach your kids whatever will make them entrepreneurs. And if they have awesome ideas, but if the parent isn't on board, nothing's going to happen. You could throw out a billion, a gazillion inspirational quotes to your kids. But if their mama and papa aren't, hey, this is a great idea, it will never happen. So I noticed that the most important thing would be to take, to teach, like for instance, um, for instance, a really important skill that I recognize is YouTube. Right now, me and you are doing a YouTube video. Not many people know how to do this. Actually, a lot of people get really scared of YouTube. Oh my God, it's so bad, simply because they don't know. So what I want to do is I want to teach a course taking a kid and a parent from step zero to really making it into a business of YouTube, but in a professional way that both the parent and the child understand. And then this way, there's total support from the parent and the kid, right? The thing is, a lot of times, if your child comes up to you and says they want to do something, you've never heard about it, you don't know anything about it, the first instinct is, oh, I don't know if that's a good idea right simply because you don't you don't know what it is and that's the hard part right not many many parents think they're supporting their kid by protecting them in reality they're just you know cutting their wings so I want to avoid that and the skills I've learned even though I say it's entrepreneurship for kids it's actually for kid and parent to do together and the number one thing if you really are interested in having an entrepreneurial kid Support any crazy idea they come up with they are not going to go and do it tomorrow, but the fact that you said hey That's a cool idea. Let's go with it immediately gives them confidence to want to continue but the second the second their mother or father are like hmm, I'm not sure that that idea is dead. It's a dead idea with a kid simply because they're still in that Mind frame of oh my god if my parents don't accept it. They won't feed me. They won't love me, you know and a lot of people don't understand that that is the difference with an adult entrepreneur and a kid entrepreneur. So that's, that's what I'm learning, and that's what I want to bring out and help parents and kids do together. And also it's an incredibly bonding thing, right? Um, you get to bond with your kid, and it's really fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned uh, definitely you need the mindset uh, you know, uh, uh, and obviously the skill set as well. So uh, what advice or tips would you give to uh, parents in terms of teaching the mindset of entrepreneur? Because uh, often we, our own minds are broken because of our, our own parents, of our own education system, our own limiting beliefs, etc. Um, so anything specific you would uh, uh, suggest to kids uh, regarding the entrepreneur mindset?
1: Well, first start with abundance, right? Every time the scarcity is a really big deal, right? Um, that there isn't enough of though, oh my God, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough of this, you know, there is, there's an abundance of everything. And that's a really big one. Just And also um, stop with the nose. be like, oh, maybe that's a good idea. Let's explore it. You know, because immediately almost everybody's like, "Oh no, oh no, no, no!" Like the "no" is the first thing because it's a protection method, right? Because I don't know how to do it, that means it's not going to happen, right? So I'll be like, "Oh, let's 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 discover it. Let's learn a little bit more about it." You know, um, and also I, the "can't" mentality. There's no such thing as "can't," right? So what I teach my kids is instead of whenever they say "I can't," be like, "No, how can I?" And that tiny little rephrase changes everything, everything, you know, going from I can't do it to how can I, and all of a sudden discovering many ways of how you can. Um. So that's all mindset, really, right, if you think about it, because there's so many things you constantly think I can. Instead, you're now looking, oh, wait, how can I? So that that starts, right? You don't want to go too crazy right away. It's one tiny little thing at a time. Um. And another thing is gratitude. Like we do gratefuls every night, you know, three gratefuls each. And that alone allows you to see more of what you're grateful for in life, even if there's a bad day. Especially when you have bad days. That's when you have to definitely do it even more because you're so focused on the negativity of the day. So those are like the, I guess, the most basic ways to begin, right? I mean, how, how many people grow up saying gratefuls? For little things, right, and that's a big deal. <laughs> so that's that's like my minimum advice that I would recommend right now to start with.
0: And I love that advice. You know, some, uh, great tips there. Um, uh, I know I definitely struggle with a lot of those things you mentioned, uh, even uh, about money. Like we're traveling long term now, and uh, I'm saying, you know, we don't have enough money, and you know, I, I, I'm trying to correct myself. And definitely gratitude is something that uh, you know I need to work on myself, so often we need to work on ourselves first before we can actually help uh, you know, pass it along to our kids. So I love the fact that oh, we're, yeah. we're doing both the, the kidpreneur and the parentpreneur together.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: So you're currently based in Guatemala. I'm curious about your vision forward. Uh, you know, uh, you've traveled uh, quite extensively around the world, especially around Latin America, Central and South. Uh, where do you see yourself in the next few months, years and beyond, in terms of life? family, travel, and business?
1: Well, for now, we're definitely gonna stay in Antigua, probably for the next, I don't know. We, at the moment, we're here, we're moving to a new house that's like in the country, so that alone is gonna be a very big deal for us. Um, we normally travel for like one or two months, like during uh, this year, we're hoping to go to Japan, see another part of the world. Um, and right now focusing on getting these businesses really gone so that I do have that because whenever you start a new business, there's a lot that's involved, <laughs> no matter where you're going. So it takes up a lot of in- energy and, and work gratefully raising this kids. I could do it with my kids. So it's kind of cool in that respect. Um, so yeah, that's about it for now.
0: Sounds amazing. Uh, so
1: tell us uh, if people
0: wanted to connect with you on those things you mentioned so far the travel blogging, the day trading, and also the raising business kids. What are the websites and the ways they can reach out to you?
1: So the Travel Experta is my travel site, the Trader is my day trading site, and Raising Biz Kids with a Z.com is for the entrepreneurial kids and parents. So those are my three main websites that, um, yeah, you can find me on any one of those.
0: Awesome. Now I actually have those links below. Uh, so if you're actually watching this on YouTube, they'll be right in the YouTube description. If you're listening on iTunes, they'll be right in the show notes. Uh, so thanks again for your time, Marina, and some great insights into travel blogging, day trading, and raising business kids.
1: Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Bye. Thank you so much as well. And thanks to you as well who are listening and watching uh, around from around the world, either on YouTube or on the different podcast directories, including iTunes. Uh, make sure you leave some rating and review and you know, subscribe to us on YouTube. Join our Facebook community with uh, the Digital Nomad Mastery community where you can connect with uh, most of our guests, actually. All, most of them are on there. You can ask them follow-up questions and also ask any questions about being a digital nomad, making money online, uh, traveling as a family, and much more. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode. We'll catch you on the next one of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world.